the garbage hour is brought to you by not giving a shit not giving a shit you should try it it's pretty freeing they took her post off facebook cause some men thought it was rude but she still got a thing or two to say to all those shitty dudes here on the garbage aisle. Don't take it personally as we smash the patriarchy. Here on the garbage, here on the garbage, here on the garbage aisle. Okay, I'm back. Sorry for, I'm, I have no excuses. I have one excuse, but whatever. Welcome to the Garbage Hour. I am doing my best and I continue to be Megan McGuire. I'm on day, this must be day 10 of uh, a 30-day Facebook ban for posting a Twitter thread to a man's Twitter in which he explained why women say men are trash. And surprise, it doesn't come from feminists. It comes from men telling us that men are trash and us internalizing that and then realizing that, doy, it's actually true. I didn't do any of the saying, but I'm the one serving the sentence. <sighs> Facebook's really cracking down on not so hate speech in a time when they are being very publicly criticized for their hand in the spreading of misinformation and I don't know letting Cambridge Analytica know that my favorite quote is I have a lot of questions number one how dare you I guess I shouldn't be surprised that a website that started as face smash a site that compared women's hotness hates women but here I am wishing maybe that the Winklevosses had won What's the plural of Winklevoss? Winklevi? And now a reading of the message Facebook sends you when your post is removed, with a little bit more reading between the lines. Hello! Your recent Facebook post has been removed. It looks like something you posted doesn't follow Facebook's community standards. Uh-oh! No, it wasn't a post that threatened to attack protesters at the Women's March in Augusta, Maine, nor was it a post calling someone the N-word, the C-word, or the B-word. It, unfortunately, was not a post advocating for a superior race, nor a post that tells immigrants to go back to where they came from without any clear indication of where the original poster thinks you came from is. <laughs> no, in fact, we remove posts that attack people based on their race, ethnicity, national origin, religious affiliation, sexual orientation, gender, or disability. As such, we of course had to remove the post where you said, or rather, didn't say, Men are garbage. We understand that you may not have known about our standards, so we'd encourage you to learn about how we respond to these kinds of attacks. We've provided a link. <laughs> More likely, you're very familiar with Facebook's community standards, as you perused them thoroughly the last four times you had a post removed, <sighs> and crafted your most recent post in such a way that it can, as we put, Quote, promote debate and greater understanding, end quote. 
We here at Facebook greatly value your safety, which is why we have taken down this and other similar posts and why we failed to tell you for about two years about a company that misused a loophole in our terms to gather information from you and your friends. We take hate speech very seriously, so if you find something that you believe violates our community's standards, please report it. Most likely, your report will be ignored, and that one guy from your high school production of Macbeth will be able to continue to post about how Islam is a religion built on hatred. Naha! Facebook, as a platform, is home to more than 2 billion users, which is why not all of the posts that you find objectionable will actually violate Facebook's community standards. We must understand that there are a diversity of voices with varying viewpoints who come to this platform for discussion and debate. We want to represent the voices of everyone from the neo-Nazis and white supremacists to the more cute down-home racists that maybe you'll see at Thanksgiving next year. Because of a pattern of suspicious activity on your account, we have suspended your account functions for 30 days. This will give you ample time to go stand in the corner and think about what you did. As our own unique kind of torture, you will still be able to log into your Facebook account out of habit, and then when you try to like a, your friend's cute new profile picture, be reminded that you cannot do that, you fucking idiot. Also, you will be able to see as your friends and family and friends of friends and friends of friends of friends and acquaintances of brothers of friends pass judgment on your indiscretion, rendering you absolutely voiceless, which is frustrating because part of the reason you had originally posted that men are garbage is because they've made a concerted effort to silence women and other disenfranchised voices over the years. What can we say? Mark Zuckerberg's original idea was a hot or not page that he started from his shitty Harvard dorm, so this company has always had the utmost respect for women. If you don't like it, I guess you can run along to the Winklevoss twins or Andrew Garfield's character. Thank you for your understanding and support as we work to make Facebook a safe and comfortable space for all of our users. Now, if you wouldn't mind shutting up and sitting down now, no, sincerely, Facebook support. Now on to some different regular garbage. This week I want to talk about something so vexing, so frustrating, and so purely dehumanizing. Pants. And I'm only half kidding. I mean, it is swimsuit season, ladies, and you know what that means? We're being reminded about how fucked up women's fashion is. I want you to text any man in your life, Actually, any person you know who frequents the men's section of stores. Text them and ask them their pant size. I bet, other than being slightly weirded out that you want to know their pant size, they will be able to tell you their waist and inseam at the drop of a hat. My brother Sean is a 30-32. He just knew that, without thinking, and texted me back, and was probably a little weirded out. Sure, maybe the cut wouldn't be ideal, or you wouldn't like the color, but the pants would fit. Now, text any women's section frequenters in your phone and ask them their pant size. Or you don't have to, I'll just tell you my answer. I'm a size 8 sometimes, a size 10 others, on some truly bananas occasions, a size 6. And sometimes, depending on the store, a size 12. But all bets are off when it, when it switches to buying shorts. And just so you know, there should be a whole other episode about the dichotomy of men's and women's clothing. Why is his Avengers t-shirt $12 and mine is 19 hmm? But anyway pants. So what's my point other than that I hate shopping? Well, 
Women's sizing as we know it began in the 1920s when handmade and tailored clothes were going out of style and clothing was becoming more mass produced. Men's sizes were based on measurements, chest size, waist size, leg, leg and arm length, and those were pretty good indicators of a universal sizing system for men. Um, retailers realized that these measurements, chest size in particular, were not a reliable indicator overall of the body size of women because, well, boobs. So, they adopted the even numbers that we know now, which at their inception ranged from sizes 14 to 24. It has since expanded to stretch from size 0, and in some cases double or triple 0, to 24. Well, you reason with yourself, even if those numbers do not clearly correlate to a size, at least it's on a standard scale. And to that I say, how dare you? There is no standard. Tammy Kinley of the University of Northern Texas did a study in which she measured a variety of brands in different sizes and found that there were discrepancies in the measurements of the size from brand to brand in every size. Size 4 was the size with the highest variance followed by size 6. So when people in the men's section are pretty confidently grabbing their size off the clothing rack, women are thoroughly baffled. But don't you see, Megan, you are saying to this podcast, but don't you look stupid because I can't hear you. <laughs> don't you see, Megan? You just have to grab more sizes and see what fits. And this is where shit gets truly dicey. Because sure, I could see a pair of jeans I like and grab the 6s, the 8s, the 10s, and the 12s, and then take them all into the dressing room and try them all on. But because these numbers have no real-world translation, all we know when we try to squeeze into a size 6 in the depths of the Forever 21 dressing room is that we don't fit into the smallest size. When I can't squeeze my ass into an arbitrary denim number, I feel like shit. I feel like there's something fundamentally wrong with me that I'm not a size 6 at this particular store. Sure, at Old Navy I fit into that one pair of size 6 shorts, but here in the cold hard reality of Forever 21, I don't fit. Tinley also did a study a few years later where she tested women's self-esteem and body image against how they fit into pants. Um, women were asked to try on brands where they fit into a smaller number than expected based on kind of the sizing of the brand, and they saw a boost in their self-esteem and body image. Women who tried on a brand that ran larger than expected did not see any marked changes in their self-esteem or body image. Uh, achieving the smaller number improved self-esteem. I will point out that this study mostly tested women who had sarcastic air quotes normal BMI. And I think that women who fall outside the normal figure on the body mass index would probably be more adversely affected by not fitting or fitting into a certain pant size. Sure, it's nice to believe, based on these women of average proportion of height to weight, that clothing does not have an effect on our self-esteem, but anyone who has stared at her reflection in the dressing room mirror with pants that not quite buttoned knows a very different story. This study also notes that younger women seem to be more susceptible to the clothing sizes than the older participants. All this to say, we're not just complaining about random numbers. These numbers mean something to us. When the data shows that women's self-esteem improves when they fit into smaller pant sizes than expected, it shows that we hold these numbers in high regard, that they matter to us. We define our body, ourselves, by these numbers. And they have no grounding in reality. I mean, they have some, like 6 is larger than 4, which is larger than 2. Like, the spectrum checks out, but there is no standard for what those numbers actually mean other than, like, small, smaller, smallest, you know? That's not helpful. And, 
let's just talk about the smallest pant size being zero or double zero or triple zero. That's nothing. It means there's nothing there. How can you active, accurately reflect the human form with zero? Listen, I know it's hard to capture the human form in standardized pant sizes. I love women so much, partially because of how varied we are in our brains and our ideas, but also in our bodies. Butts and thighs and waists and hips and bellies come in different sizes and that's fucking gorgeous. It's another thing that makes us individuals. I just wish there was a way to properly reflect the diversity of bodies with sizes that actually mean something. Because honestly, you could describe women's pant sizes based on moon phases. A zero is a new moon, obviously. And it would make just as much sense to me as the numbers do. I was in Target the other day. And I saw all of the things that are supposed to be in style for this summer. First of all, I saw a mesh one-piece bathing suit for the person who loves that fishnet sunburn. But more than that, I noticed I was tired. Because summer is all about aspirational clothing. It's, it's bikini season, which means you getting yourself into shape to wear bikinis and everything is built around how you look in your sim swimsuit or buying a slimming swimsuit. Why can't we just put on a bathing suit and go to the beach without worrying about what people were thinking about how we looked? Oh, right. Because of the central theme of the old garbage hour, women's bodies are seen as public property. Something for literally everyone to pass judgment on. And I'm not saying you shouldn't wear a bikini. If you feel good in a bikini, then you bikini, friend. I just don't think it should be the highest aspiration of the summer. I don't think marketing for summer products should be built around if you're thin enough to wear a bikini or achieving that bikini size. Because here's the real secret. Everyone is the right size for a bikini. All you need to do is put a bikini on. That's my hot fashion tip. I wish that there was a way to overhaul how we view clothes. We shouldn't see them as a comment on our self-worth. We shouldn't let numbers or the time of year dictate how we feel about our bodies, but it's so deeply ingrained in our society that we're supposed to wear certain clothes, that we're supposed to look a certain way, and that we're supposed to aim to make our waists and ourselves smaller and smaller and smaller until we disappear. That seems pretty unhealthy to me. But it saturates every part of the world, so I'm here to say wear whatever the fuck makes you feel good. Who gives a shit about the number or the letter on it? And if you want to wear a bikini, wear a bikini, goddammit. If you want to wear an old-timey swimming uniform, fuck yes! Where can I buy one of those? I'm sick of clothes shaping my sense of self, especially because I'm what makes my clothes look rad as hell. And don't get me fucking started on pockets in women's pants. Garbage, garbage, oh, we got garbage up in here. And now for our weekly segment, Sifting Through the Trash, in which I find something in my trash can more qualified to be president than Donald J. Trump. What have we got today? Smells a little bit like garbage, surprisingly. Who'd have thunk it? Ooh! A wrapper for a Reese's peanut butter egg that I bought at half price after Easter. This candy wrapper is more qualified to be president than Donald J. Trump. And now for another segment called What the Fuck Am I Supposed to Do, Megan? where I get past the ranting and answer that very question. 
there's not really like one thing you can do, a place to donate money, but I guess what you can do is wear whatever the fuck you want, stop judging how other people look in clothes, and maybe if you run into one of the white guys in suits who decide what sizes are, challenge them to a duel. That's all I've got. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, the Garbage Hours music is written by Sean McGuire and Heather Grimm. Uh, the Garbage Hours purpose was written by Facebook's Community Standards. Uh, you can find me on all forms of social media. I will not be able to do anything on Facebook for another mm, 20 days, I think. Um, but I'm still on Twitter, at Argan, still on Instagram, at Meggie underscore McGee. You can check out my website, mcguiremegan.wordpress.com. Um, and you can just give me a hug next time you see me. Um, this may not have been an hour, but it was garbage. Anyway, I have to go scratch a notch above my Facebook prison cot. Believe women, trust women, listen to women. Bye! Into the garbage, fly boy!